Chapter 23 The Big Reveal David was sitting at his desk, eating some nuts and berries that Jen had packed for him. She was concerned that David wasn't eating enough and insisted he started eating smaller meals. As always, when it came to the family, Jen was right, and David now looked forward to his morning snack. He felt like a kindergartner. As he ate, David was looking out the window. It was only 10 in the morning, but it was already 75 degrees. He could feel the phoenix heat pulsating off the glass, which meant the end of spring. It struck David that it had only been 10 weeks before that he'd been sitting in this same seat, feeling sorry for himself. But so much had changed. He no longer felt sorry for himself, and he was very excited about the future. God, I'm so grateful for what you've done for me, David thought to himself. I can't believe it all started by accidentally bumping into Simon Taylor from down the hall. He chuckled to himself at the serendipity of it all. He realized he hadn't seen Simon since he stopped by for the celebration drink of Pappy Bourbon. I'm going to write Simon a note before heading off this morning, David thought as he pulled out his stationery and a pen. Dear Simon, I'm about to leave for my final meeting with Richard James today, and I just wanted to say thank you. Because of that single introduction, my life is forever changed. I now have a better understanding of how and why you've built such a fantastic firm. I only hope someday I can find a way to repay you. Forever grateful, David. David had one more consult scheduled before he had to leave to meet Richard at Joe's for coffee. He had just enough time to type up the week's summary email and send it off to Richard so he had it before their meeting. There wasn't much surprising news. This last week was very similar to the previous three weeks. David's staff, for the most part, followed David's ROEs regarding his schedule. If they did interrupt David, all he had to do was remind them, and they complied without complaint. They seemed to know that now more than ever, every single minute counted, i.e. Parkinson's Law. Samantha was able to maintain her production of scheduling 15 or so appointments per week. The show rate waxed and waned a little, but not enough to make a significant dent in the numbers. David increased his Chapter 7 fees to $2,300 and managed to increase his close rate in the consult room. And somehow, even with the increased amount of business, the work was getting done and David was able to get home for dinner most nights during the week. As he wrote the last line of the email, he remembered that Jen had packed Richard and Simon a baked goods basket to say thank you. She felt as if she owed them both a debt of gratitude for delivering her husband back to their home. So Jen did what she does best. She baked. Inside the baskets were all sorts of cookies, muffins, and her made-from-scratch award-winning banana bread. It was her grandmother's recipe and never failed to wow those who were lucky enough to enjoy it. Staring at the baskets on the credenza in his office, he couldn't help but remember his early morning encounter with Jen. David awoke to the smell of Jen's baking. She must have gotten up in the middle of the night. What's up, Jen? Everything okay? Yeah, I couldn't sleep. I knew you were meeting Richard for the final time today, and I had the overwhelming feeling that I wanted to do something to say thank you. So... I got up and started baking. I can see and smell that. Any chance I can steal a muffin for breakfast? David said as he already grabbed one of the muffins from the counter. Yes, but only one. I want you to take this basket to Richard today. And I don't want to hear any excuses about how it makes you feel all girly to carry a pretty basket to work. Jen made a silly face at David. All right, I'll take your basket to Richard. I'm sure he'll be flattered that you took the time to do this for him. I know I am, David said as he kissed Jen on the cheek. Is the second basket for my office? If it wasn't for you bumping into that attorney at your office, Simon. Yeah, Simon, 
I know you're the one doing all the work, but Simon made the introduction to Richard because you reminded him of his deceased son. How strange this all is, Jen said as her eyes welled up with tears. Oh, Jen, don't cry. Sorry, I'm just happy and tired. It's been a long night. I'll bet it has been. So the second basket is for Simon. Yep, I figured as long as I was baking for one, I could bake for two. Sounds great. I'll be sure to take both baskets today. Thanks, David, Jen said as she gave him a big hug. Time to get the kids up, and you need to get to the office. You're right. I'm going to grab a shower now and then head out. David snapped out of it in time to prepare for his next appointment and to ensure his bag was packed before leaving the office to see Richard. Before leaving for his meeting, he stopped by Simon Taylor's office to drop off the basket that Jen had made. Hi, Natalie, David said as he came into Simon's office. Good morning, Mr. Johnson. Natalie smiled as she stood to greet David. What do you have there? This is for Simon. It's from my wife and me. Well, she did all the baking. All I did was make the delivery, David said with a smile as he handed the basket over. This looks delicious. Mr. Taylor is with a client right now. Would you like to wait to see him, Mr. Johnson? No, I have to run. I just wanted to drop this off. There's a letter with it. Can you be sure he receives it? Absolutely. I'll put it on his desk right now. Thanks, Natalie. Much appreciated. No worries, Mr. Johnson. It was good to see you again. Have a great day. You too. Joe's wasn't very busy when David arrived, and he was almost 30 minutes early for his appointment with Richard James. He ordered the coffees, remembering that Richard drank his coffee black with no sugar and two cubes of ice. As he found a table outside, in the shade, Richard was arriving. It's a little warmer than the last time we met here, Richard said as he gave David a hug for a greeting. Yeah, spring is almost over, unfortunately, David said just before Richard came in for the hug. It's good to see you again, Richard. It's good to see you too, David. By the way, I don't mind the heat. I'm bald and cold most of the time. Anything under 60 degrees and you'll likely find me wearing my beanie cap, Richard said as he laughed to himself and rubbed his head. Both men took a seat at the table and Richard took out his notebook. David did the same. Thanks for the coffee. No worries. Black, no sugar with a couple of cubes of ice, right? Right. Good memory, Richard said as he took his first drink. Well, from what I can tell, from your emails every Friday, you've been a busy man. Congratulations. Thanks. Yes, we're busier than ever before. But, you know, it doesn't feel unmanageable for some reason, David said with a quizzical look on his face. Parkinson's Law, Richard said. Right, Parkinson's Law. Works every time. Well, I'm glad it does. If you don't mind, David, I'd like to take a minute and summarize our journey to this point. Is that okay with you? Sure, sounds good. When we started working together, you couldn't get home in time for dinner any night of the week, let alone the majority of the nights. The staff and your clients demanded your time at will. If you grew, there was no additional cash to manage the increased number of matters your firm managed. You had no idea how many leads your firm generated. Your phones were answered by everyone, not a specialist. You scheduled 10 appointments per week. Seven of them showed, three of them hired, and you had an average client value of $2,400. Is that correct? Yeah, that sounds right. That feels like a lifetime ago. Well, that's good, and it should, because where your business has grown to in a short 10-week period would take some firms a lifetime to achieve. I certainly wouldn't have thought it possible when we started. Do you believe it's possible now? Richard asked as he set down his notebook and took a drink from his coffee. Now, David said as he sat back in his chair and looked to the sky as if in deep thought, now I can't believe how simple it's been. Yes, I now know it's possible. That's excellent. When we move from thinking something will work 
to knowing it will work, the confidence we have allows us to execute the plan at a much higher level. Let's look at where we are as of today, Richard said as he picked up his sketch pad. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. As of this week, you're averaging a little more than four nights per week where you get home in time for dinner. Your staff and your clients are trained to communicate with you during specified times during the day and the week. You have become a better master of managing yourself and your time, and you've allowed Parkinson's law to take over. And you're accomplishing more in less time. So far, so good? So far, so good, David said with a smile. Jen agrees with you. You made her so happy, she baked you and your wife Maria a basket of homemade goodies. I'm going to warn you, her banana bread is addictive. David hauled the large basket from under the table and handed it to Richard. Wow, that was very nice of Jen and you. Thank you so much, David. I didn't do much but carry it here, but I'm every bit as grateful to you as she is. Thank you. Should we dig into this with our coffee? I thought you'd never ask, David said, as he reached over to help Richard open a hole in the cellophane large enough to grab a muffin for each of them. Yeah, this is good food, Richard said, with his mouth half full of his first bite. You're telling me, David said, as he tapped on his belly to show Jen's meals were packing on the pounds. Okay, back to work, Richard said, as he shook the muffin crumbs from his hands. We now know you generate roughly 110 leads per month. Your phones are answered by a specialist. She's scheduling 20 appointments on average every week. 13 of those appointments are showing up, and just under 6 of those that show retain the firm. Your new average client value is roughly north of $3,000. Does that sound right? That sounds like music to my ears. Right. So to summarize, you've increased your total nights with your family by 400%. The total number of appointments that set, show, and retain the firm has increased by roughly 50%, and your Chapter 7 client value has increased by 53%. So far, so good? So far, so good. Okay, let's keep reviewing. If you look at our original sheet, we projected that our changes would generate $144,000 in additional gross sales. Do you remember circling that number during our initial consult? I sure do. I have that sheet right here, David said as he pulled the legal pad out and showed it to Richard. Excellent. But let's see what actually happened. To achieve the $144,000 increase, we expected to retain five additional clients per month and maintain the same client value. Remember that? Yep, that's what we wrote down, David said, reviewing his notes. But because Samantha got better at scheduling appointments, and you were able to maintain the close rate, you are averaging eight additional new clients per month. Agreed? Agreed. You had the courage to increase your Chapter 7 fees to $2,300 per case. This move increased your average client value to $3,000 per case. Is that accurate? David stopped to review his notes and to run some quick figures before saying, Yes, that checks out. So, my friend, because of the action you took, your firm generates $32,400 per month more than you did before we started this journey. Annualized, that means your actions are responsible for generating an increase of $388,800 per year in gross sales. Richard just sat there as he read the last line and looked up at David like a proud father might look at his son and slid the book over for David to see for himself. When David heard his list of accomplishments started by his mentor, all he could say was, Wow. Wow is right. I can't believe how far we've come and how quickly we did it. Thank you for that, Richard. You did it, David. I only showed you the way. Yeah, but without you, David paused, I was lost. I accept your gratitude, David. 
But you need to know that I've shown many an attorney the same things I showed you, but they didn't do anything with the information. It looks like our good friend Simon was right. You were the perfect candidate. I don't know about being perfect, but I've been working my tail off, that's for sure. Yes, and you've done well. Now that you have some fundamentals in your law firm, it's time to go to work on designing the life you want to live that uses your firm as the primary profit source. I like the sound of that, designing the life I want to live. That's the beauty of entrepreneurship. Once you figure out the basics, you're free to design any life you wish to live. But until you figure out the basics, entrepreneurship is like walking barefoot on glass every day. You're telling me. Yeah, you lived it. Now you're getting a glimpse of what true freedom feels like. But don't get me wrong. Entrepreneurship is a lifelong journey. There are moments like this that make us feel like we're on top of the world. And as we continue on our life's pursuit, we'll have days that we feel like we've been kicked in the gut. Sort of like everything else in life. Exactly like everything else in life. The secret is to be disciplined to the fundamentals. So far, you've learned a few basic systems, but there is so much more for you to discover. And as you add systems, the existing ones must continue to run as designed. That's your primary role as the CEO of your firm, keeping all systems running simultaneously. I see now why you said that either I or someone else would have to run my law firm, that someday I'd need to decide if I want to be the attorney who practices law or the business owner that happens to be an attorney. You got it. By the way, have you decided? I sure have. I've decided I can help so many more families if I focus on the business of law rather than the law itself. Good for you. I'd be proud of you regardless of what you've decided, but I believe you've made the right decision. So where do we go from here? Well, the system building skills can be learned in a short period, but discovering how to keep all the systems running, managing the curveballs life tosses at you, hiring staff to replace you, and grow to capacity to serve your community at a higher level, takes time. I'd argue that mastering these skills takes a lifetime. As for me, I discovered many years ago that I couldn't do it on my own, and I needed a support group. You mean like the Partners Club you told me about when we first met? Richard leaned forward in his chair. Exactly. I built Partners Club to be a place for entrepreneurial-minded attorneys. I wanted attorneys to have what I've had, a place where I don't feel so alone. A place where everyone in the room knows who I am, what I struggle with, and a place that when I have a good day, I can celebrate it with them, or if I have a bad day, I can mourn with them, and I won't be judged, because I am them, and they are me. That sounds like an exceptional place. It is. It's taken me my lifetime to build this place, and now that it's here, I want to share it. Okay, so how do I join? Membership is by invitation only. So, am I invited? David asked hesitantly. Yes, David, I'm officially inviting you. I have to ask, how much does it cost? Well, first of all, we don't view the membership dues as an expense, but rather as an investment. If you can't realize a return on your investment from your membership, you should no longer be a member. Well, if the return on investment is anything like what I've experienced in just a couple of months working with you directly, I don't think that will be a problem. David reached over and put his hand on Richard's shoulder. Yes, you've managed to double the projected gross revenues of your firm in a very short period, which isn't unusual, but it doesn't happen every day either. Typically, our members will experience short periods of steady growth, which eventually add up to a phenomenal year when they earn more in that year than they did in five years during their previous life. I can handle that, so 
How much is the investment? Richard paused and took a drink of his coffee before saying, David, I could tell you straight out, and the number likely wouldn't affect you, because the increase you just experienced is a massive multiple on the investment. But that's not how we do things at Partners Club. First, you must be invited. Then the members have to accept you. Finally, you have to decide to commit. All right, how do I get the members to accept me? By meeting them, Richard said with a smile. Okay, so when can I meet them? In just a few weeks, we'll have one of the quarterly mastermind events I hold for our members and their key staff. I'll have Megan's team make the invitation official for you to come. Please bring Jen if she can make it so I can thank her for these wonderful baked goods. This way she can see what you're considering joining. Okay, so Megan will reach out to me. Something like that. You're being vague on purpose, Richard? Richard laughed lightly. No, it's just that we have precise processes that we follow, and it's my job to ensure we don't break those processes. So, if you wouldn't mind, please let the process I created take over from here. Is that okay with you? Fair enough. I'll wait for this surprise invitation. It won't be a surprise. I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen. Oh, okay. I'm all ears. During our time together, we worked on building systems, right? Right. Well, as I said previously, there are several systems required to build a law firm on concrete. And before an attorney is invited to attend a partner's club, they must invest in my program called Your Practice Mastered Toolkit. In that program, I reveal the system's attorneys need to build a law firm that supports their lifestyle rather than undermining their lifestyle. Doesn't it make sense that I document all these systems in one place for attorneys? Sure, that makes sense. As my final gift to you, and to fully pay Simon's favor forward, I'm going to send you my program gratis. You don't have to do that, Richard. I know I don't, but I want to, so please let me. Okay, I accept. Very good. When you receive the first module, you'll undoubtedly recognize some of what we covered during our time together, but still go through it as there will likely be something I didn't point out. That's a deal. Perfect. Also included in the first module will be your official invitation to the next Partners Club event. Be sure to follow the instructions and RSVP immediately and pay the small refundable seat deposit to hold your spot. Sounds fair enough. It is. I believe you're going to enjoy meeting your peers. Simon will be there and I'll ask him to be your ambassador and introduce you and Jen around so that you can start to meet everyone. That would be great. Richard stood from his chair. David, it's been a pleasure to work with you directly. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. David took Richard's cue and stood too. So, what do I do now? Should I still report to you every week? Certainly. You're welcome to report to me anytime. But if you decide Partners Club is for you, and the members believe you'd be a good fit, you'll eventually report to your peers which is much more powerful because you'll learn from them how they used the systems I revealed to them and how they made them better. I designed Partners Club to be a peer implementation program. So between now and the Partners Club meeting, keep doing what I'm doing? That's right. Keep doing what you're doing. After you implement new systems, you must allow the business to heal and reap the benefits of the new system before venturing on to developing additional ones. If you stress the system too fast, you risk breaking what you've built. That makes sense. I'm going to miss our in-person meetings. Yeah, I'll miss them too, but we both have lives to design. If you accept the invitation, I'll see you in Janet Partners Club in just a few weeks. 
I'm looking forward to it, David said as he came over to hug Richard. It wasn't a manly one-armed hug. Rather, this time David engulfed Richard in a big hug that lasted a few seconds longer. It was almost like David didn't want to let go. Richard held David by the shoulders, looking him in the eye, and said, David, you're going to design a fantastic life. Sorry, I have that strange feeling like when I left home to go off to college. I was so used to having the support of mom and dad, I wasn't sure I could do it on my own. That's what I feel like now. Still looking David in the eye, David, if you had to do it alone, you'd be fine. But the good news is, you won't have to. You'll have your partner's club family to support you. Send me the weekly check-in emails, and I'll see you again soon. Deal.